Hey everyone, I'm Christine Mays and welcome to Marketing In's first podcast. For those of you who have been following me on LinkedIn, you know that this is my sixth feature today. I'm really excited, so let's check them out. So today I'll be chatting with Joelle Normarkum, who is currently in Jamaica, my family's hometown, so I'm excited about that. Now, based off of what I've seen on LinkedIn, he has a lot of energy, um, he has a passion for brand development, and is currently the digital market development specialist. So he's yes. the first of many to be on my podcast, so I'm excited to get into it. Uh, just a little background about marketing and for those who are not familiar, it's basically an opportunity for me to connect with experts in marketing. Um, to get to know their background, understand their experience, and what makes them unique. So with that being said, Joelle, if you want to share a little bit about yourself and how you got into marketing. Yeah, man, absolutely. Hello, everybody. Are in Jamaica, as you would say, Wagwan. <laughs> um, so I, I started in marketing in my early days. So I have always been fascinated with seeing people. When I went to events, I was always fascinated with like persons who were like just giving opening remarks or in those shirts that are branded. And, I, you know, growing up, I was always fascinated with them. Then when I went to high school and started becoming a little bit more exposed, I found out that these people were called brand managers or marketing managers, mm-hmm. etc. Because, you know, in schools, there's there are just certain set career careers that are that are, that are that you know of, you know, the police, soldier, nurse, medical doctor, lawyers. So yeah. I never knew what marketing really was. Mm-hmm. Um so when I went to in, when I, in high school and started kind of like getting to my own and understanding where I wanted to take my career, I had a liking towards journalism, but I also knew that I really liked this marketing thing. Yeah. So right after leaving high school and going to university, uh, usually for the internship, you have to choose between, um, well, not even for the internship, but for the career that you want, the, the, the program of study. You had to. I had to choose between integrated marketing communications, which was a, a separate program, and journalism. Yeah. So I chose journalism because I spoke to a very favored uh, media personality here, and she gave me an advice that once you have a journalism degree, you'll be able to apply that to anything else. Took her advice, oh, wow. and everybody thought that I did marketing <laughs> while going to school. But what I did was I, when I did my internship, I did uh, my internship at both a marketing firm and. Uh, um and as a journalist Mm -hmm. and um that's really where the love kind of started to uh you know come out uh this was back in 2015 Mm. and i interned um at a marketing firm and i've been working at that firm since so i've grown into different roles i've done the promotions i've done marketing coordination then i went into content marketing which gave me a little bit more in terms of digital marketing yeah. then i went into uh, managing social media for the entire group which is across like 19 markets and then my most recent promotion um in december which was the digital market development specialist which now looks at social sales and you know other kind of metrics so that's really where it started that's where mm. the love started but i can honestly say that it was really from primary school yeah <laughs> i just never knew what the term was exactly like as we get older it's like oh i've been doing marketing okay i see yes <laughs> yes because even like in student leadership you would have to host these events you'd have to organize it you'd have to create it and that's really where the love started i definitely knew i was a marketer from i was very young 
That's awesome. And I even see on, you have a website and it looks very pristine. I love it. And it looks like you oh, love what you, you do. So what's your favorite thing about what you're currently doing, being that you've seen like you've done so many different things? <laughs> Honestly, my favorite thing right now is pretty much uh, providing advice to other people. Mm. Um, you know, it's something that I do enjoy. I enjoy giving advice, but um you know, I had to be like, okay, how can I make this advice more profitable for me now? Yeah. And I think that's really where the website came from because I just, I don't like charging people. I yeah. don't like anything along that line. I just feel like if I'm, if I'm gifted in a certain area, then I just love to share because I have a very philanthropic approach about me as well. But I mean, I created a website, I spent on the website, so the website needs to pay for itself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's the plan in terms of going into consultancy and having, because I have so much understanding and knowledge and I realize that I've been sharing it for free, which I don't mind. Mm -hmm. um, but the best, the, the, the thing that I love about what I'm doing right now is really the fact that I'm able to use my experience uh, and share it with others so that they can also become better versions of themselves mm -hmm. and understand what's really going on because in the marketing space um, in Jamaica, in the Caribbean, you find it that there's a little bit of um, standard that's not necessarily super high. Yeah. Um, so I try myself to get exposed as much as I can. I try to get content across my borders so I can mm -hmm. bring knowledge and share authentic things. And I think that's really why I'm so valuable. Mm -hmm. and, and and you know that's why you know a lot of people will, will listen to me the media houses will call me if there's a discussion that's needed on brand or marketing so you know just i really i really love sharing yeah that's awesome and you you'd like to show your face and broadcast and it seems like you did that a lot before and i think doing that allows you more exposure and for people to see you and want yes. to work with you so i know with that comes authenticity and i've seen that you talk a lot about that and i'm a big yes. believer in that like once yes. you're authentic you really get to say what you want and people are more you, attracted to it absolutely you're unapologetically yourself not, not a lot of people will like it um for example for me and if you hear a screeching sound, i think the peanut man is passing it's all right um, <laughs> um for me i i i i had to disrupt the flow of things at my workplace when I started working there because when I started working, I love to express myself in fashion or, or, or how I look. Mm -hmm. um, and when I started working, it was an anomaly because nobody else in the office dressed like me. You know, mm -hmm. I, would, I love my colorful pants. Mm -hmm. I love my colorful shirts. Yeah. I, you know, it's kind of, that's just me and my personality. And it took a while for a lot of people to warm up to that. But uh, my, my boss at the time, she allowed me to kind of be myself because I was delivering what was needed. Mm -hmm. And after, after a while, people kind of started to appreciate it a bit more. And I'm, you just have to be authentic. You just have to be 100% you because the moment you try to separate, and this is something that I think a lot of people struggle with in terms of separating their personal brand from their corporate brand, mm -hmm. um, it's a struggle because if I am a brand then why do I need to separate it? You know what I mean? I'm from a different school of thought, possibly. Mm. But um, I just feel you need to be yourself. Yeah. You need to be yourself. And you need to operate in the boundaries of what, what to make public and what to remain private. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like once you operate with that, you shouldn't be second-guessing about, okay, I need to private my account because X and Y, and I'm representing a brand, and, and the brand doesn't reflect me as an Indian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, avoid all that complication. You just need to know what parameters you're operating in and just be you. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't be, the best thing you can be is yourself. 
Exactly. <laughs> I know. Like back in the day, it was like you need to be professional, and people yes. took that as like not being their true self. But like now, because social media is so heavily influenced in our lives, you have LinkedIn. It's like a combination of being professional and ourselves. It's like okay, yes. now we want you to be authentic and we want you to be yourselves. Like don't be too professional. So. It's just the world,、yes. and people just have to switch themselves now and get used to it. Yeah, yeah, and you just have to be—you just have to be yourself as long as whatever it is that you're doing. Because of course, there are parameters that you want to operate in. As long as what you're doing is not、um, going against、uh, certain values and principles, because、mm-hmm. there there are going to be mandated societal values and principles. For example, I was told that in the workplace I should wear. Dark colored pants, and I'm coming in my African printed pants, which is a rule, but it's not really going against anybody's values. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you have to also be very mindful of that as well.、Um, and sometimes people are ignorant. You know,、mm-hmm. they don't they don't appreciate it because they, they're coming from a place of ignorance and don't understand to what degree people really need to be themselves or authentic. So and sometimes you have to educate them.、Mm-hmm. So it's really a, a it's a it's a, it's a task and a half. Yeah, but. It's always, it's it's always boys don't be in your true self. Exactly. Well, this、yeah. has been a great conversation. I've been loving it. Just one more question. Um, just I saw that you're writing, and that's something that I'm focusing on, and I figured out that that's my niche, like content writing. So,、mm-hmm. as a tip for me, like, what would you provide for a content writer or pursuing content writer? <laughs> for a content writer, write at your own pace. And let me tell you why. I hate writing. Hate. I never imagined、What? myself being a contributor for Social Media Examiner. I believe I'm probably the only Caribbean person who is contributing to Social Media Examiner right now. If, if, if my memory serves me right, I think there's another guy, but I don't. I think he lives in the states. I don't know. If, you know, yeah.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> but、um, I think you should write at your own pace, and you should not force it. I think it's also important to. Plan properly and plan accordingly,、mm-hmm. because that's and have an objective because that's the only way you'll be able to provide high quality content. And I think a lot of times people feel like I'm going to write for writing's sake without an end goal. So, for example,、um, when I、uh, became a writer for Social Media Examiner, I had to find the right time and the right, the perfect moment. To simmer myself into the writing exercise,、mm-hmm. you know, I I took a break from socials. I because that's just how I I had to do it. I took a break because I wanted to like inject so much into that piece,、mm-hmm. um, and then the end results from it was amazing in terms of it being my first piece that I sent to this major you know global social media site, and the feedback that I got from it, people appreciated what I wrote. Yeah. So my piece of advice is to one, go at your own pace. To、uh, have an have an objective and a goal in mind, because at the end of the day, you want to ensure that whatever it is that you're providing is quality,、mm-hmm. and quality quality can take time, but at the end of the day, it still should reflect you as an individual. It should reflect you as a professional, and it also should re- reflect the amazing thoughts that you are able to channel into something so good, because you're operating off your own time and pace. You're so great. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm recording this so I can just like look back and listen back and、ah, I just love technology. That was good. <laughs> no problem at all. That was different. I haven't heard that one yet. So yes, yeah, it's critical. It's very critical、um, to ensure that you do that. Awesome, awesome. So, Joelle, thanks again. I'm going to sign off now. I'm not really sure how to do all of that yet, but hopefully, maybe I'll crop this part out. I don't know, but I'm just going to start stop recording. <laughs> it makes it, it makes it authentic. <laughs>
that concludes my first podcast. Joelle, what a great guest. I can't wait to stay in touch. And I'm excited to see who will be next. Have a good night. Or day. Or morning. Bye.